Four NBA Conference semifinals are still in progress after wins last night for the Warriors and the Knicks. Out to the KDUS hotline we go to go around the NBA postseason. We're now joined the sports end by Sean Devaney of Heavy.com. And Sean, always good to have you. Let's start with the Suns. Uh, expected to be without Chris Paul once again tonight in Game 6. The home teams won the first five games of this series. Why has the home team been so dominant, you think, in this series? I think some of it's been the role players. Uh, you know, role players tend to play better at home. And, uh, you know, I think that that's, that's really shown itself uh, uh, in this series. Um, you know, I, and, and, and some of it's just been uh, the, the, the breaks of the, great, the game a little bit. But, you know, I, I think for the most part we're probably talking about role players and, and, and how important they've been. Uh, you know, they're very important for Denver. Uh, and they're on the flip side, they're important for Phoenix in that they don't have many of them. So the ones they have really need to play well, uh, and I think that's been uh, one of the real keys there. Do the Suns need to win this year for this trade to have worked out, or is it just uh, you know, too small of a sample size, quote-unquote, uh, with all their players to end this season after the uh, acquisition of Durant? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be tough uh, if they don't win this year to come back next year. Uh, they're going to have to, like I said, they've, they don't have many role players. They're going to have to address that. Uh, uh, and, and, and hope that, you know, the, the lure of playing in Phoenix, which uh, a lot of veteran guys, uh, uh, that appeals to them, uh, and, and, and possibly, uh, you know, playing for a championship. Um, you know, they, they, they've got to be able to, to sell guys on small contracts for, and a chance to, to live in Phoenix and, and, and win a championship because they're not going to have a whole lot of money to work with and things like that. Uh, so that's, that's going to have to be the case if it doesn't work out this year. Uh, and it's unfortunate because you know their uh, history won't show that Chris Paul uh, got injured in Game Two. It won't show that DeAndre Ayton, you know, dealing with his injury. Uh, it'll just show that they traded for Kevin Durant and didn't win a championship. Uh, and uh, and this is, that could be the harsh reality. Uh, but uh, but certainly if they don't get it done this year, uh, there's, there's a limited window. Uh, on, on on how much time they're going to have uh, uh, to get this done, and it probably runs up after next year. So it doesn't happen this year; it'll have to be next year. Monty Williams has been reluctant to really double team stud opponents, whether they're perimeter players or post players, for the last three years. I know Jokic is an incredible passer, but should the Suns try to double team him more than occasionally? And it's been pretty much occasionally during this series. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's hard to say because I mean the guy is averaging ten assists, right? So uh, you, you know, if you come at them, uh, one thing that they can do, and we really haven't seen Michael Porter uh, really go off, uh, but you know he's capable of that. We know we've seen at times Aaron Gordon, uh, you know, really produce, uh, and we know what Jamal Murray can do. So you know, the more you do that, the more you leave in. And, and, and Caldwell Pope can, can is, is a very very good three point shooter. Uh, so, you know, the more that you're paying attention to the Jokic, the, the more, you know, it, this is the dilemma, of course, uh, and what makes them so tough to play against. Um, so, yeah, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see whether they do that more. I would suspect they won't. Um, I, I'm wondering if, and, and Monty Williams has shown the capacity to do this in the in the past, if he doesn't just make some kind of sweeping change, uh, you know, with, with more Kevin Durant at the five. Uh, especially with Aiton being ineffective and, and, and now having the, the rib injury as well, 
um, you know, whether you see a lot of Kevin Durant in the, on, uh, at the five and, 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 and try to mess up the Nuggets that way. Uh, you know, it seems like at this point in the series, uh, it might take something like that. It's going to take some drastic action. Uh, some of it forced by injuries, of course, but also, uh, you know, some of it faced by the reality that you've got a guy averaging, what, 35, 14, and 10 against you. Uh, you know, you're going to have to change something up. Durant's efficiency has been down this series. He's only had one game with a good shooting percentage. He's had multiple high turnover games. How much is that uh, is due to Paul being out for much of the series? Yeah, that's 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 the main thing. Is is you know Kevin Durant is uh, uh, he's going to have the ball on his hands quite a bit, uh, especially at this time of year. He's going to make turnovers, uh, and you can live with uh, you know with three of those uh, uh, a game. But then you start getting into bigger numbers, and 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 it gets more and more difficult. Um, and and yeah, you know I mean he shouldn't be handling the ball as much as he has to. Um, and, and, and neither should Booker for that matter. But, uh, but you know, that, that, that's the situation they're in. Uh, and it's, it's one of the things that, that, that happens, you know, when you, when you make a trade like they made, uh, you're going to sap your depth, and, and, and they just don't have the depth uh, that, uh, that, 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 you know, if you're going to win a championship, you really need. So, um, like I say, I'm, I'm interested to see the, 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 the adjustments that, that Monty Williams makes. Um, you know, does he get another ball handler on the floor? Uh, does he does he play uh, does he start Landry Shamet for for instance does he play uh, Terrence Ross a little bit more um, you know it's it's, it's going to be interesting to see what he does but uh, I, I think he's going to have to take a, an all hands on deck kind of approach here and do some things that we haven't seen in this series to this point uh, to to really try to uh, recapture some momentum and uh, uh, and uh, uh, get this thing to Game Seven and 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 possibly uh, uh, survive. Sean Devaney of Heavy.com, currently in the sports zone. Okay, the Warriors uh, survived uh, to play another game with their win last night. What was with Draymond's aggressiveness at the offensive end of the floor last night? Yeah, you know, I mean, he's capable of that, and and it's not something that, that they're comfortable with him doing too much of because uh, if you give him 12 shots, uh, you know, he's liable to, to go two for 12. Uh, but uh, uh, but you know he's if he's got a hot hand from the perimeter if he's aggressive uh, inside he, he's a capable scorer I think he's much more comfortable as as a distributor uh, you know setting up Clay Thompson setting up Steph uh, 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 Curry of course uh, into a pool guys like that uh, but uh, but yeah you know I mean I I think when you look at where they've been offensively. Uh, and they've had some guys really struggling. Jordan Poole really being number one among them. I think Draymond kind of said, "Okay, I'm I'm going to have to chip in some offensively here." Uh, and uh, uh, I, I don't know if they if they continue that going forward, but it was something that they definitely needed last night. Anthony Davis leaves with a head injury last night. Uh, what do we know about his status for Friday night's Game Six? Uh, as far as I know, they're, they're, he's going to play. Uh, I, I, I don't think that uh, there's anything there that uh, uh, that is going to keep him out. Um, you know, but that's been that's been the history of, uh, of of Anthony Davis's time with the Lakers is is when he plays they're really really tough to beat in postseason. Uh, uh, but uh, uh, it's a pretty big if you know if he's going to play and and if he can get through a series healthy. Uh, that's been an if uh, uh, for them year after year after year. The Lakers roster, much different than it was the majority of the season, obviously pre-trade deadline. So 
which deadline roster move has been most important for them, or maybe it was the subtraction of Russell Westbrook. Was that the most important move the Lakers made? Yeah, I, I think that, that, that the Westbrook thing had gotten to a point where even when he played well, it, the, the, the whole there was just a storm cloud over the team, and, and there was no joy. There was no uh, – nobody seemed to like what they were doing, even, even when they did play well. Uh, so I think not having him there is 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 the most important uh, uh, aspect of that. Uh, but when you look at it, I mean, they gave up basically uh, just a first round pick uh, and Russell Westbrook. Uh, uh, but but pretty much they were they were willing to get rid of Russell Westbrook for anything. So they just gave up a first round pick, and they get get back Jared Vanderbilt, who's been very good uh, as a role playing big guy, uh, and and they get back. Malik Beasley, who could give you some shots. Most important, though, is they get they got back D'Angelo Russell, who, uh, for all his struggles defensively and all that, um, you know, you can put that aside with with how good he's been offensively and and taking pressure off of off of LeBron and 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 Antonio uh, and Anthony Davis, and and, and you really seen the, the the way that's helped them offensively at some critical moments. So uh, D'Angelo Russell has sort of been what Russell Westbrook was supposed to be uh, for that team. So he, he's probably the most important player in all that. All right, so let's assume that Davis is okay for tomorrow night. What what would you expect to see tomorrow night from that Lakers-Warriors game six? You know, I, I really want to see if the Warriors have have the gut. You know, I, I mean, or is this a team that, 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 that is kind of spent, that, that what you got from them last year was the last that they had? Um, you know, that's, that's going to be a pretty important thing going forward for the league in general because if the Warriors uh, peter out uh, and if they lose, uh, don't forget that, that their GM, Bob Myers, is a free agent. You know, you could see him leave and does that open the way for uh, you know potentially Draymond Green uh, hitting free agency or being traded uh, this summer? Uh, you know, you could see some major, major changes in Golden State depending on just what happens tomorrow. And, and uh, you know, if the Lakers go in uh, and they've been the better team. If they go in and really stick it to the to, to the Warriors as they've shown that they can, uh, I think the more the, the most interesting aspect of that is what what are the ripple effects that that's going to cause uh, for for the Warriors and 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 how does that spread throughout the rest of the league? Really, talking with Sean Devaney of Heavy dot com. Okay, let's shift to the East. The Celtics are one game away from elimination. How surprised are you? And and what has helped happen to the Celtics at the defensive end the first two rounds of this postseason? Yeah, it's it's really been you know, and they've had some really good defensive games. Um, you know, after letting up the forty-five points to James Harden, they came out with a different strategy. They picked them up earlier, and uh, and they were much more aggressive in Game Two and Game Three, uh, and they played much better. Uh, game five was something where I think if I was coaching with the Celtics, I would have been scared of that all along, and that is Joel Embiid. It's just really playing like Joel Embiid, uh, and, and, and I think the Celtics really couldn't handle that. Um, so that's 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 a real problem. And a lot of you know you can see a lot of a lot of a lot of teams have struggled with that <laughs> uh, from Joel Embiid. Uh, but yeah, you know it, this is this is something where. I think that what they're going to need, uh, you know, we talked about the Suns maybe needing to do something a little drastic. I think for the Celtics, the, the, the drastic move is going to be something with Robert Williams. I don't know if you put him in the starting five. Uh, at the very least, you got to play him more. Uh, you know, he's been a, a, he, he's obviously had injuries, and it's, it's been tough to rely on him. Uh, 
Uh, but I think at this point in the series, uh, when you look at what they need defensively and really offensively too, uh, I think they probably need some Robert Williams, and uh, uh, I'd expect to see him, you know, getting at least 20, 24 minutes, uh, which which has not been the norm so far in the series. I was going to ask about him next. You know, he's had yeah. obviously an injury history. Is there something going on here that they're not telling us about with him? Well, no, I th- I think with him at this point, you know, obviously there was a lot going on with with, with him throughout the course of the year with with the knee that he had surgically repaired back in September. Uh, and uh, and you know then and then had to go out again as he had some inflammation. Uh, I think at this point though he's ready to play. Uh, it's just they've had so much success with Derek White in the starting five. Uh, you know going with the smaller lineup there uh, that, uh, that 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 they haven't wanted to change. Uh, you know it was down three to two in, in the Eastern Conference semis. You know it might be time to uh, to take a different gamble here and, and, and get Robert Williams in there. Um, you know, when he's played, I think he's been fairly effective. Uh, so it is, the only reason that they really haven't gone to him is just, just out of habit. You know, basically it's just been a thing where uh, they've kind of established themselves with Derek White, with Derek White in there. Uh, but really the Sixers have exposed some of the weaknesses in that. Uh, I think it's time for the Celtics to, uh, to, to go ahead and, and acknowledge that and, and, and get Williams in there more. So the Celtics in the postseason, I'm counting the Hawks series too. It's not like they were impressive when they won that series. How right. much of this is on Joe Missoula? He is, uh, he is taking quite, I'm here in Boston. He is taking a yeah. beating. Uh, I think that, you know, it, it's unfortunate that this happens, but it's true. Uh, you know, if you're not nice to the media, then there's going to be a lot of, uh, uh, sorry, I had a big truck coming by, Bob. Uh, but yeah, no, there's, there's going to be. A, if you're not nice to the media, then when things go against you, there's going to be a pile on. And I think we're seeing that. Uh, I don't think this is all on Joe Missoula. I think a lot of this is 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 is, is players who are uh, forcing things too much. A lot of the mistakes that we saw from the Celtics uh, in that NBA Finals against the Warriors last year, where they would really press and they force themselves into stupid turnovers. Uh, they make dumb plays. Um, you know, we, 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 we're seeing that come back again uh, here this year. Uh, and, and Joe Mazzula wasn't the head coach then. But because he made some snarky remarks and, and all that, he's really getting piled on uh, probably more than he deserves, in my opinion. He does seem to be the king of snark. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, and that's that's yeah. fine if things are going well. It's also it's fine right. in November. Uh, but you don't want to do that in May uh, in the middle of <laughs> in the middle of a playoff series. Uh, you know, look, you don't have to like, you don't have to kiss anyone's behind. You know, we've got Bill Belichick here, uh, and, and and he's certainly done that. Uh, but at the same time, you don't you don't really want to instigate. And before you start being snarky, you got to win something. <laughs> and then and and, and they would, haven't won anything. He hasn't won anything. That's the big thing. That would be helpful. Okay, so yeah. do they win tonight? I think so. I, you know, I do think that uh, uh, maybe it's just because I really want to see these series keep going but but i am hopeful that uh uh that that all these that all these series will keep going uh uh you know i i, I do think that you know i think back to last year when the Celtics were in this position against milwaukee in the second round uh and uh you know they had a huge performance in uh, uh in game six and then they come back and they win game seven grant williams hits all those three pointers um you know i i, I think the talent level for the celtics is enough uh, that, uh, that 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 that's gonna that's going to win out here, uh, and and certainly 
when their backs have been against the wall, we've seen them at their best over the last two years. Uh, and, and so I think that's going to show through. No guarantee, obviously. Uh, uh, you know, this, this could be a team that just uh, that, that just needs some changes. Uh, but, uh, but 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 I do think they'll win. Okay, last, <clears throat> excuse me, last, and I, I guess I mean kind of kind of mean last here. Uh, the Knicks are still alive, and uh, they actually looked good at the offensive end in the final three quarters last night. Was that a one night thing uh, from a team playing at home and just didn't want to get eliminated at home, or can they move on and win another game? I, yeah, you know, I mean, I I I, I think it's going to be tough for them. Uh, you know, I think Miami with the way they played defensively. Um, you know they've they, they've really taken the Knicks out a lot, uh, but you know if you get if you get that kind of hero performance from 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 Jalen Brunson with good performances from uh, Randall and 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 Barrett, so getting all three of those guys to play well on the same night has been rare uh, for the Knicks, uh, and 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 they've got Emmanuel quickly out, who's been so important for them. Uh, so if you're not going to have quickly in there, you've got to have Barrett, Randall. Uh, uh, and Brunson all have a big game at the same time, uh, and uh, and they got that last night. I just don't know that you can count on that uh, going forward. It's just uh, uh, and and like I say, with the way Miami plays, I, I I think Miami closes this thing out. Sean, always a pleasure talking to you. Thanks much. Okay, thank you, Bob. Sean Devaney, Heavy.com. Check out all his work, and uh, as he mentioned, he's in Boston, so he's got a. You know, good. Obviously, just listening to him, you can tell he's got a good, you know, you know really good feel on all these series. But uh, that Boston thing is, uh, you know, it's uh, they're all over him. I listened to a little Boston talk radio after game. What the heck game was that? After the I didn't call the timeout a game. But it's like on Sunday, Monday morning, I guess I listened. It was pretty hostile. <laughs> Shocking that Boston fans would be somewhat hostile.